0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the christian and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we, as actual children of God, are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, well, welcome back, Wisdom and Stuff podcast. Uh, we're here again with uh, Jake Cartledge and uh, getting into... Um, well, we're getting into a lot of things, but um, but one of the things we ended up with last time was just talking about kind of the the masks or the deceptions that our soul can kind of hide behind, um, you know, when when we're when we're really just approached with the pureness of God's light, the pureness of the pureness of God's love, um, and having to make that choice. And right now, we're in a society, we're in a culture that is that is the kingdom of God is coming to the earth. Yeah. And uh, it was, this was probably, I don't know, once again, several months ago, and I was in prayer, and uh, and I was I'm always asking the Lord what's going on I, in heaven, because that's where I live. But what does He want me to pray into the earth, and what what do I need to deal with here? You know, what's my role on the earth right now? And um, and one of the times a few months back, I was praying into it, and uh, He He made it clear. He said He goes, you know, He goes for for a couple thousand years now, ever since Jesus spoke it out in Matthew six. He goes, I've had people praying thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as in heaven. He goes, it's coming, <laughs> and uh, He goes, this is it's it, the fruit of two thousand years of prayer is happening. Right, and He goes and that's what's making everything uncomfortable yeah it is the the darkness has always been here Mm -hmm. it's not getting any worse as far as what we think of is just the the light is getting so bright that it's exposing darkness it's always been there right and so darkness you know you have probably heard me say it it has no offensive characteristic yeah it is the absence of light is all it is yeah so darkness can't get any darker yeah you know, there's no such thing as a flash dark. Yeah. A flash dark. Right. It's like you can't produce darkness. You know, it doesn't work There's because it's no, it's not offensive. The, the definition of darkness is the absence of light. Yeah. It's the absence of something, not the, not the, the, the gain of something else. Right. And so, uh, so anyway, with that though, it's like right now you have the kingdom of light that is growing in the earth, exposing darkness like never before, yep. which is exciting to yeah. me. Oh yeah. You know, at the same time it exposes stuff in us uh-huh. as Christians. <laughs> So exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is exciting. It's like, oh, what gets to me exposed today? I know. And uh, but at the same time you have you know, you have masks, you have little hiding places for yeah. your heart right. and uh and you have you have we have things that, that will come along that will sound really good, yeah. And uh, and like Paul, you know, Paul mentions it in Colossians in chapter two. You know, one of my favorite texts, you know, where he says he says, you know, don't don't become a prey again. Mm, he goes to philosophy, yeah, right. and vain deceit, and and he goes intellectualism, yeah, and he goes and just the rudimentary elements of the of the material world, the universe, and disregarding the teachings of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so he's going talking to Christians, spirit filled believers, and he says, if you listen to intellectualism and philosophy, they will actually lead you into a path that disregards christ Mm -hmm. if you just follow the rudimentary ways that people think their universe works right it's absent of jesus lordship right he goes and then the next the next statement he goes but you're completing christ everything else tells you you're not praise god you know (laughs) but you are completing christ and you have to focus on that and and so i think like when you're i think philosophy of course here paul was writing that by the holy spirit and um, and if you read if you read uh, any commentaries on like some of the false teachings that were going on in Paul's day, um, Greek uh, based philosophy was a big one. Hmm. And they were trying to mix it with Christianity, and this is what he came against in, in Galatia. He came against it in Col- in, in, in the church of uh, uh, the Colossians. In, in Ephesus, he came against it. But there was a lot of Greek philosophy. There was two or three different strands of things that he was coming against, and, and the the philosophical base was one of them. And that's what I see today a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see um, I see you know, churches will be you know they're teaching a lot on good subjects. Mm-hmm but they're teaching it through philosophy.
1: Right. And they through the word, not through the word. Yeah.
0: And so it has, it goes back. It goes more into how your mind fixes itself than in what Jesus did for you through redemption. Right. And, um, and I think there, there's such a trap there where people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't need to give my whole life to Jesus, Yeah, you know? <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm saved, and he took care of my spirit, but my mind, I need I need to actually go and get it fixed this way or this way or this way. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a trap in all that, and there's a, there's a like we talk about a lot, it's like any counterfeit looks like the real thing. Yeah. You know, and so otherwise you wouldn't go after it. Right. You know, but it, it, it looks exactly like the real thing, but it has no value. Right. And so your excitement is. Of receiving the counterfeit is just as high as if you had the real thing,
1: and there's telltale signs of counterfeits too. Right, sure. And so you know, yeah, the closer you get, usually you can find out it's right. not what you thought it was. <laughs> That's you're right. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not the same thing. Right. But uh-huh. your excitement kind of
0: is like usually an emotional right response will cause you not to even investigate.
1: Right. Yeah. Because you, you, your emotion's so elevated, yeah, right. you disregard all the red flags. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. This is the real yeah. thing. Right. Why? Right. I know. Where'd it come from? Yeah. That's a good question is yeah. where, where did it come it to yeah. you? Yes.
0: <laughs> does it look like other things that are real? Right. <laughs> does yeah. It, does it look exactly like the real hundred dollar bill or yeah. does it actually have, you know, like, I don't know, Jeremiah Johnson on it yeah. or something, you know, <laughs> uh, but no, I swear it's real. Yeah. It's where it's real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's just that the, the people want it to be real. Yeah. And so their emotional investment that, that has the anticipation and expectation of it being real uh, they don't want to. They don't want to be talked out of it, right? Know? And so, uh, so if you sit there and you're like, "Hey, yeah, I don't really know if that's really quite right," they're like, "Oh no, get behind me, Satan! Yeah, this is <laughs> this is God, you know." <laughs> and uh, um, I mean, I've been there. You know, I don't know. How, I mean, I've done it obviously myself. I'm not immune. Uh, but I don't know how many times I've talked to people where you know it doesn't matter what the subject is and you'll be like yeah you know i don't really think that's 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 not quite right you know you may want to head this way and they're yeah. like no 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 i'm good or they'll agree with me I'm like yeah i'm checking it it's okay and i know they're not you know i know they're totally not <laughs> and uh, i'm like hey you know what you might want to check for the- oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah, you're right you're right yeah i, I know i know i know the yeah. word the word says this yeah. let me shun die hickle or something yeah, yeah. And do whatever pray in tongues for five hours and it'll be okay it's still a counterfeit yeah uh but Anyway, <laughs> uh, got off on something there, but, um, but yeah, just the, some of the trappings of the soul, uh, I think right now when it comes to Christianity, you know, there's obviously distractions mm-hmm. um, and some of them we know are pretty obvious, but then we also have blind spots and we yeah. have different things that, that are, that look real that are just aren't real.
1: Yeah. But uh, um, I'd but, love to get more into that. Yeah. Uh, just, I, if I can say this, that yeah, right that's ahead. why community is so sneaking important. Right. And people are. I hear this all the time, still, and I'm so shocked when people say I don't need to go to church, oh, or they oh, say something yeah. stupid like, "Well, isn't church just community? I have community at my home or at a right. bar." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not the same thing, right? Because that's not uncomfortable."
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and if it's yeah. not
1: uncomfortable, yeah. you know, you're not really changing. You're not. Yeah. You're not questioned to change. Yeah. No one's giving you a new idea. No mm-hmm. one's. No one's. You're not purposeful. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you might be purposely enjoying some popcorn in your own home, in your pajamas, but... That's not the same thing as getting up, going to church. That's right. You know, I don't care if you go to a building or if it is a house. It doesn't really matter. But being around like-minded Christian people, Mm -hmm. especially people that you don't always get along with. Yeah. As long as you guys have some agreement (laughs) about the word, you know, is Jesus Lord? Yes. You know, is the Holy Spirit on the earth? Yes. Okay. Those are important things. Right. Um, It's that those things change you. Yes. And those things are you have to be on purpose. You don't just get to go to church and be like, ah, whatever. It's just another Sunday. It's like, we're here to actually affect change in the world. Mm-hmm. We should take this seriously. Yeah, And just like driving, I don't drive with my eyes closed while I'm texting. Yeah. I try not to, <laughs> you know, most people do. And I see some it every day do, yeah. and it's like, yeah. And guess what? Those people, they're yeah. either in fear of getting pulled over if right. you're getting a wreck or right. they do get in a wreck. Yeah, right. And it's like, yeah, because you were on purpose driving mm-hmm. and that's kind of a big deal especially when it's we're talking about your life not just driving a stupid car it's like you're driving your life right now let's take that whatever however you're going to be 80 years old and use it every day for something Mm -hmm. to affect change yeah
0: that's huge but like you said it you know anything of value requires purpose you know it just does it's 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 it doesn't mean that you know obviously there's times when we come across things are just a blessing god can bless us kind of out of the blue we didn't expect that whatever but um you know it's it's like uh you know i used to use the illustration like you know rachel's mom when she was on the earth and we would be driving around in missouri back in the off roads she would be able to spot wild asparagus like i don't even know how she
1: did it sounds like a great blessing
0: uh, yeah and I mean she'd be like hey there's some wild asparagus over yeah. there off the side of the road you know like, let's stop and pick some of that and i'm like well i don't even like asparagus so that's like <laughs> a curse to me but uh but she would and so usually like by the time we left wherever we were leaving and by the time we got to the house, she had a whole bundle of it because yeah. she would see a, a few things here and a few things there, whatever, you know, <laughs> over by that. St- I, mean, she, I mean, she had like an eagle eye for yeah. that stuff, you know. And she said, oh, will pull over here. I see some off the road. Okay. Well, anyway, so by the time she got home, she would have enough to cook up some asparagus for her and her husband or whatever. And, uh, but I remember one time thinking, you know, that, that's really cool. That's a great blessing. But that's not how... America gets all of its asparagus. Right. You know, it's like to feed America the asparagus that it wants, people are not pulling over the side of the road and picking it up by a stop sign. Yeah. It's farmed purposefully. Right. It's on purpose. Yeah. And that's how things grow and that's how things, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not against organic farming and all that stuff. I'm just saying it's still on purpose. Right. Even when people talk about organic stuff, it's so funny to me because people, they don't understand that even if it's organic, it still has a process. Yeah it may be a different process maybe even a better process than you know giant farming institutions it's still a process so when people are like oh I want to do it organically no what you want to do is chaotically is what you want to do and it's like organic things still have a process yeah if they're going to actually be beneficial to the masses, yeah. except just you, yeah. and so it's right. like, you know, you know, Rachel's mom was blessed, mm-hmm. but the whole family wasn't blessed, right? You know, neither was her community. <laughs> yeah, she just picked some asparagus and ate it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. but that's how people kind of like they, they want to live their life is, is very selfishly, not realizing that when I look at the 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 New Testament church, you know, when it began, in the Book of Acts, which we're a part of, it hasn't changed. Uh, there's not like plan B. We we are the same church as in the book of Acts. And when they came to the Lord on the day of Pentecost, and from that point on, they came to the Lord, they literally had to give their whole life Mm -hmm. because the community that they were in, the Jewish community that they were in, in Jerusalem, outcast them and said, if you want to believe in Jesus, you literally don't get to be around your family anymore. Yep. You don't get to be a part of the synagogue anymore.
1: Sacrifice. Yeah, you
0: don't get to even maybe and have if your it job cost you anymore. Something,
1: it's not really a sacrifice. It's not a
0: sacrifice, and and so they literally had to make a choice of saying, "Wow, when I give my heart to Jesus, this is not just a decision where I get a bumper sticker and right. keep driving the same way." <laughs> you know, this is where I literally realize I have to give everything up. Yeah. because I believe in Jesus. Uh,
1: they have to give up their identity. Yeah, because their identity was tied to their family. That's right. Yeah, their, their culture, So they're giving up their entire life for what that life. really means is their yeah. life t- to the point where they would sometimes be murdered for yes. it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> And they were, and they still are, you yeah. know, just not here in America that much. Right. But all over the world things are still happening. And and here in America we have a very, very sloppy, you know, gospel that just yeah. kind of it doesn't make Jesus Lord. Right. It makes him your best friend, yeah. but not Lord. Yeah. And, uh, and when he's Lord, that's actually where true freedom is because then you're not afraid of anything anymore. Right and you've already laid down your life yeah so there's no threat of death because yeah. it's already gone yeah uh but that's uh to me it's it's just getting to that point of of really on purpose saying okay what what is it that's you know, basically, what 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 mask is my soul using right now? You know what, uh, what hiding spots are my heart is my heart holding on to right now? That says, well, I'm okay over here, uh, you know, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead and still do this over here, mm. uh, or I'm gonna I'm okay spending this much time doing this because God just doesn't care that much. Right, He still loves me. It's like yes, He does. Right, He never changes. Right, His love for you or for me. Is never in question. Yeah. It's my love for him that's in question. Right. Cause because <laughs> Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's revealing. You know, I know it. <laughs> it's like people are like, Well, God still loves me. Uh huh. Well, that's without question. While yeah. you were a sinner, he died for you. Yeah. So he proved that he loves you no matter what. The question is you don't love him as much as yourself. Right. Because then it says in the in the end times that the, the love of many will wax cold. And it's like, oh, there you go. You know, it's 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 not about does God still love me if I don't go to church or no? Of course He does. He loves me. He blesses me every day. Right. You know, His love mercy me know still there Yeah. I mean, He literally in the Garden of Eden, He still came to them. Yeah. He, yeah. His disposition toward man never changed. Right. His action toward man never changed. Yeah. But man's action toward God is what's always been changing. Right. And so it's it's a matter of okay, what am I what am I using as some kind of a hiding place that is distracting me from the glorious light of the gospel, you know, and, uh, um, and even just, just how, how that, that light is getting brighter and that discomfort is getting more intense until I yield, Mm -hmm. you know, until I surrender. Right. And that's all he's asking me to do is give me his whole, give my whole life. That's all he wants. My whole life. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And, uh, same thing he gave, (laughs) you know, but (laughs) it's like, he's just saying, I just want it all. That's all. Yeah. And because he wants freedom in every part of my life. Right. But, uh, Anyway, there's just so much going on right now in society. And uh, I don't want to cut you off. Just you know, if you have something to share into that.
1: Oh, I have so much to share. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Man, that's our time. No, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think purposeful is the word of the day. I think that mm-hmm. that's something that it, it kind of. I think to some people, it's just like a broken record. I'm like, well, (laughs) yeah, I guess that can, that can be the case if we're not actually being purposeful and and how do we be purposeful? that's, I guess the better question is how do you do that? Well, part of it is having community. It's Mm -hmm. practicing what we read in the Bible Mm -hmm. and, uh, and not being ashamed, like casting all that stuff off of shame and condemnation that's those things are just like trip wires, yeah. And but they're so easy to just disregard too. They're 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 really easy to just let off of you, because I uh, I mean part of it's just speaking out what the truth is, yeah. And believing what the Bible says, and being around people who are gonna call some stuff out in you, and just learning, learning, walking with people in life, and um, letting the Holy Spirit work in your life the way. You wanted to from the beginning. Yeah. And it's just, it really is easy to give your life to Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, especially because he doesn't dump it all on you at once. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't right. make, he doesn't yeah. give you everything that you need to do in your life to be successful and to, to live out your purpose. Uh, he's just going to give it to you one step at a time. Right. Obviously his step. Yes. <laughs> not right. yours. Yeah. Um, but allowing that discomfort to actually be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Some people want to hide from them. Like, that's where the freedom is sometimes, though. Right. Because you're, you know, if you want to get to the top of a mountain, how do you get there? You got to climb a mountain. And, you know, they're like, well, okay, well, I'm going to go straight up. Well, you're probably not going to make it then. Right. It's going to be too hard. <laughs> so you're going to have to go left and right and zigzag all the mm-hmm. way up the mountain. It might take you four times the amount of time it would if if you didn't go straight up. But, it's going to be a lot easier for your body to handle that. Mm -hmm. And it's really uncomfortable to climb a mountain, especially if you don't like climbing or walking or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But if the goal is to get to the top, then that's what you have to do. Right. And you actually have to humble yourself to the discomfort, but it's only because you value something. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why you're doing this. So if you actually value freedom, then you're going to give your life to Jesus Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he is going to be able to give you the most freedom in your life, even though you have a Lord it's like, well, I value my freedom more, and I value myself more, and I, and I am my own god. Well, then you're actually not going to live in, in any freedom, right? Uh, especially yeah. because you probably don't know very much anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, how can you lord over yourself and be free at the same time? Yeah, it's, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: It's impossible. That that's the thing. That you know, right now we have people don't really want to ever come to that because either either Jesus is your Lord or you're your own Lord. That's the thing. You know, yeah. it's like I, I was you know, a while back thinking about when we were in India, you know, years ago and, um, and, um, you know, talking with, with our host, Mike, you know, and, and, uh, you know, India, you have a lot of different gods, you Mm -hmm. know, that, that people have, have, you know, prayed to or whatever. And, um, and I was talking to him, and he was just talking about people getting saved in India and everything, and, and you know, hey, there's there's harvest everywhere, and, and the revival's happening, and praise God, and but he did he made a comment, he said, well, you know, he said, one thing is that they do there because they're so they're used to having so many gods, mm-hmm. and they he goes they'll, they'll usually have like some kind of a shelf in their house that just has all the little statues on it that they light like candles to or pray to or do whatever they're doing. But they have all these little, little statues or little emblems or whatever they are that represent different gods. And he said a lot of the ones that, that, that he'd met over the years was when they'd get saved, they would just put Jesus along, along the same shelf. So they were like just covering their bases, <laughs> yeah, right. You know? And, um, and so I was thinking about that not long ago, and I was thinking about the conversation I had with, with Mike, and, and I was thinking, well, you know, the funny thing is here in America, you know, we don't, we don't have that same cultural context of all the little statues and all that stuff, but I was just asking the Lord, I was like, well, what, what, you know, in America, everybody's the same on the earth, we just, rep- we just might manifest it differently. I said, okay, what, what do we do in here in America? We don't have a shelf with all the little statues on it. And I asked the Lord, what do we do? He goes, yeah, you have a shelf with a mirror on it. Hmm. He goes. That's what Americans do. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. You yep. know, we we uh, we we may think it's ridiculous to have all these gods, you know, to to pray to every day or we'll do whatever, but but we have we have one. Yeah. And we do it every day. Yeah. And he who has no yeah. sin
1: cast first stone. Yeah, that's right. It's like, it's like uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's just
0: itself. It's just this mirror of yeah. self. It's like okay, are you serving? What are you serving here? You know, it, it's and that's the greatest bondage that there is right. is to serve self. But but acting purpose. Of course, it says, you know, in, in Ephesians, you know, that we should not walk vaguely, not walk without purpose. It says walk purposefully, you know, walk, walk you know, it's like redeeming the time because the days right. are evil, it says. Right. And, um, and so uh, to, to, to do that, like, I think one of the things we're trying to get across is even how do we break the cycle of just doing what seems right to us? You know, how do we break that cycle? And like you said, just doing something with purpose right now. Another it's, it's, it's along the same lines, but it's a question that people I hear ask every now and then, because we have a generation that's, that really doesn't have very much passion, right? You know, they're very passionless about, and, and I've talked to Christians. I mean, these people, they, they love God and they literally are genuinely going, I don't even know how to get passion. Mm Mm-hmm because this world is so passionless. Right. And they're they're not in a they've they've never been in a culture that's been fueled by passion. They don't even know how to ignite their own passion. Right. And they're genuinely honestly going I don't even know how to get this. Well, one of the ways to ignite passion is to do things purposely. Mm-hmm. And that means that you just purpose to go a different way. Like if you, if you're used to, you know, getting up at seven a.m., you get up at six. You know, you get up at six. You go take a walk if you're not used to walking, or you go and you pray, or you go do whatever. Yeah, you have to purposely begin an action. Right. For a purpose, on purpose, you know, for a goal, set some goals, do whatever you're gonna do, um, but you have to you have to break it somewhere, and yeah. uh, and even if it's maybe you know you're used to you know listening to a certain thing, you know, at twelve or whatever, listen to something else, right? You know, or 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 shut off the radio and right. just speak in tongues for fifteen minutes. I don't yeah. care, but but to purposely change your habits, th- w- the more we walk purposefully. That's the thing. It's like passion is tied to purpose, mm-hmm. because our passion will be will be fueled by purposeful action, and uh, and why would I have a passion if I'm not going to live purposely? Right. Because the passion yep. that you have on the inside of us is it, going to require purpose. Right. Because the passion that you have is in the the passion that I have that God's given us inherently is to produce something in the earth that I has not seen nor heard. And that means it's going to come against everything that, that everybody else is doing. Yeah. It's going to, it's it's, it's like the Wright brothers with the airplane. You yeah. know, it's like you, they had to get up on purpose and do things that nobody was agreeing
1: with. Right. And figure out something that's never been done. Yeah.
0: Never been <laughs> done. You know, and a, a more modern day. I mean, you know, Steve Jobs had to do with the iPhone. You know I mean? We, we see this all the time, but those are people who had to choose to get up every day, and do something with purpose and it turned into, or even tied dovetailed with their passion. Mm-hmm. And when people are like, I don't even know how to find passion, it's because you're not living purposely. Right. You know, if, if the more purposeful we are about about literally saying, I'm even if you do the same thing ever do it do it with purpose. Yeah. What's the goal? What's the end game here? Yeah. What's the but when you're doing something just routinely and you're just doing it habitually, it says that tradition makes the word of God of none effect. Yeah. So here I have the word of God in me. Right. You have the word of God in you. It can change the world. Yeah. It can literally, it has the DNA of God himself. We're yeah. partakers of his divine nature. And so he is, is, it's on the inside of us to change the world. And yet Jesus says, but if you're living based on tradition, mm-hmm. it'll make it have no effect in your life. Yeah. And there's Christians who have the word of God in them and they just don't even know how to, how to change the world. Yeah. And it's because they're not living purposefully. Yeah. Tradition is making yeah. the word of God have no effect in their life. And yeah. uh, and all you got to do is break the tradition. Just right. simply say, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. doesn't even have to be anything spiritual necessarily.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of younger, uh, the younger generation lacks the purpose because part of it is they don't have imagination. Yeah. That's for it's, her. I mean, yeah. when you're being fed all this stuff, yeah. you don't really need to think of new things. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's a lot of comparison in that too. And, and it just right. totally wipes away imagination because then they try to be like somebody else, but it's like, but you don't have the passion for that because yeah. I mean, you might have, you might want to be like that. You might think that that's the best thing, but it's not because you're doing the same thing. Right. Right. And you know, I, I was telling you the other day, I guess it was yesterday about, uh, how I don't, I don't feel like I have the imagination to create new things, Mm -hmm. but I can take other people's stuff and recreate it. And I was just thinking about that today. I thought that's still a good thing. I'm still using my imagination because I look at something and go, yeah, I kind of just want to make this a little bit different, whether Mm -hmm. it be for somebody else or for myself. I just feel like, uh, this, this would be better for these people. Um, and I'm adding my own touches to it. And I thought, that's still a good thing. It's still a mm-hmm. gift to be able to create with your your imagination, Definitely. your hands, uh, even if it's music and you're just tweaking something to make mm-hmm. it sound better in, in the way that you think it sounds better because you have a gift. Yeah. And it's like, that's great. And and I'm always open to people telling me if that's not okay, if they don't like that or something like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, give me some feedback because if, if you don't like this, I want to make it better for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, it's true because imagination. Um, you know, the word talk says that there's there's strongholds of vain imaginations. You know, well, you know, if there's if there's vain imaginations, then there's also sanctified imaginations. Yeah, and God gave us an imagination to tap into, and to visualize a a, a reality that we haven't experienced yet. Yeah, and imagination right. is is one of the most one of the most powerful things we have. Right. And uh and <laughs> yeah. you know everything that has ever entered the earth uh has begun in the realm of imagination. That's where it begins. Mm-hmm. And uh, and God is is now you know the the counterfeit to that and we don't we need to wrap this section up but the counterfeit to that is fantasy. You know and yeah. so the problem uh-huh. is that people are using what should be used for imagination they're using it for fantasy right and so they're actually corrupting the basically the creative tool they have yeah and they're wasting it on fantasy and it's actually a counterfeit and it's feeding it's feeding the appetite that should be fed by by imagination right and so they're getting they're almost getting uh, you know like filled up. With like just nothingness, yeah. But their their stomach's full, yeah. But the appetite <laughs> that should be fueled by imagination is being fueled by fantasy, yeah. And so they don't realize they're like, oh, I use my imagination all the time. No, you don't. No, you're in fantasy mode, right? And that's a different thing. So anyway, we need to wrap this up. We'll get okay. into that one at, on the next session, okay? Cool. So Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for this time. We thank you for once again what you're doing here. We just speak, Father God, and we just thank you, Lord God, just for passion, fueling passion in those who are hearing us, fueling Father God, imagination, fueling purpose, yeah. Father God. I just thank you, Lord God, that you could give each and every listener direct steps father god even as they get up tomorrow father god even as they walk out the day tomorrow they would have direct steps of purpose direct steps of passion direct steps father god that they would be able to 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 be able to shift their life into father god eternal destiny instead of just walking through this life vaguely and we just thank you for it in jesus name Amen. amen thanks for joining us today on wisdom and stuff Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.